Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me, as always, on Mondays, is my good friend, Michele Barra. Michele, what's up? Well, after a couple of uh, very weird days on my hand, I'm finally okay. Oh, he's back. Uh, feels good that he's back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it feels very good to be able to talk basketball. Yes. So if you are a listener of Thunder After Dark, you got to hear a new voice on that show. Shouts to Kyle Boone for joining and for talking Kai Jones and Moses Moody uh, with me. But we will have McKelly back today to record some more episodes of Thunder After Dark. That will be later on today. But I thought we, we just get today's episode of Down to Dunk out of the way. Uh, there's just so much going on. There's, yeah. I, I think we, every NBA podcast really should start with Damian Lillard uh, and what seems to be the beginning of the end for he and the Trailblazers. Uh, it feels like he's finally realized that, okay, perhaps this is not going to lead me where I want to go. And after kind of getting punked in the first round by a team that starred Austin Rivers. It's It might be time to move on elsewhere. Uh, McKelly, do you have any favorite Dame destinations in mind? Well, there are obvious ones where I would love to see him play. Um, I think that East, um, yep. East there are a lot of, of uh, well, Boston and Philadelphia are two that make uh, a ton of sense. Um, they have the asset to get him. Uh, they have the young players. Uh, if um, well, maybe not the best assets, but they have. They can give them blue chip prospect. Uh, if you consider Simmons to be still uh, a blue chip prospect, or if you want to go west, um, well, there are teams that can offer basically every pick. Um, teams like uh, New Orleans that can mortgage their future because pairing Dame and Zion would be insane. Would be just so sick. Yeah. Amazing. And but also Denver. I think that Denver gives Dame the possibility to win tomorrow. Uh, and it's probably the only team uh, where he can get traded that makes sense. Uh where he could be perfect from day one. Yeah. Another destination which we don't want to hear, but uh it's there as well. I mean, it's not that Golden State doesn't have a case at all. They can give Weissman, they can give Wiggins, they can give this year pick. They yep. can give as many picks as they want. They can give, uh, se- they the can give, se- they can give seven, 14, Wiseman, yes. Wiggins. And at the draft and say, hey. Four extra picks. Yeah. And here's your reset. And it's uh, quite the reset because, yeah. I mean, 
Wiggins is is not the guy that will help you win. Uh, right. It's not that if you have Wiggins, uh, then you you win like 50 games or 40, not even 30 are guaranteed. Um, then you probably move CJ. Um, you decide what to do with Nurk, which I think is up for either this year or next year. So it's. I think he can leave this year. Yeah. Uh, and we and, and he probably will uh, because if Dame's if Dame goes, you don't have to sign Collins. Uh, you can sign and trade him somewhere if you can get value. And boom, you you have you did reset, getting two um, one, at least one rookie that would be okay. Mm-hmm. So I think the Golden State. I mean, why not? If you're Dame, is there a better destination for you? <laughs> well, and he's from Oakland. You think he wouldn't want to play for the Warriors? Like, you're kidding yourself. Of course he would. If you think that he wouldn't want to play for the Warriors. you know, unless it's Cade, like, unless Detroit calls you and say, well, I'll give you Cade, or Houston that gives you number two. Yeah. Is there, like, is there a better offer out there? Like, MPJ, maybe. 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 Murray, maybe. You, You can, but, you know, MPJ is already quite good. You already are on the clock. Yep. With pick number seven and number fourteen. I mean, you are not on the clock like by any means. Like it's Yeah. Those are also I don't know. Seven is and I don't and I'm really I'm honestly not trying to uh manufacture sunshine for the thunder here. But it does feel like seven is where you're like you start to get these <sighs> pro- prospects where you're like, uh like do we re- we really like Davion. Like, can you talk yourself <laughs> no. into Sangoon? Um, yeah. And then it's like, there's some really good role players. Like, I love Moses Moody. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Corey Kispert. After all the athletic testing with Corey Kispert, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. I yeah, think he's a good like, athlete. Like, much better chance that he works out. Or like, are you swinging for the fences with Keon? Like, yeah. like maybe or giddy. maybe or giddy yeah i don't know there's just there's too many i mean i would go i don't know 10 players deep you know with uh-huh. that pick with guys that i'm like seems pretty flat like if kai jones was the best player out of that group no surprise here you know i wouldn't be shocked um so it's just it's a it's a tougher group. I think with one through six, it seems pretty clear who you should grab once that player drops to you. But then you get to seven and it's like, okay, now what? Like, it's going to be a wild, I think it's going to be a wild draft. I think it's going to be a wild night just because I think the variance on who you like from even six, but really seven to 20 is going to be, I think it's going to be all over the place. And and back to Portland for a second. Say that they get seven and fourteen. I mean, there are teams like Toronto, where yeah, getting Barnes seems very interesting. Um, but say that they are not as high, and they can get seven and McCullough, for example. Yeah, like why not? Mm-hmm. Um, you can you can concord trades where you get McCullough and you sign and trade Lowry somewhere and probably the cap still works. 
mm-hmm. and you have from fleet you have number seven cj anunobi pascal i mean you have still. it yeah yeah you you have a roster that that can make noise in the east because cj is exactly what they miss out there a guard that can be your secondary ball handler and like stuff like that i mean it's yeah it's you don't get a blue chip prospect but who cares is this the the plan i mean uh, mm-hmm. so uh, portland can maybe get up to four and then like can you really get better value for them than four wiggins and two three extra picks just in case golden state after five years seven ten years of extraordinary success they just let go of the rope yeah i mean if you are golden state you just give everything you can for them because like cj like curry and and, and Dame, come on and clay even if even if it's just half clay i mean if that team just, is going you, to win right if you just get corner three clay like if that's all yeah. you get exactly and hopefully he can move well enough on defense which I'm not. That's what scares me the most. But who knows? Yeah, but come on. You do. I mean, if you're Golden State, you have three years with this core, probably. Yeah, and also, if you trade for Dam on draft night, you give yourself a chance during free agency to get older guys on cheap deals to come join you. Yeah, and then you try again. Because I mean, it's a good try. It's not like yeah. I, I mean, I might pick that team to go to the finals next year, just because. I mean, I and I love the Suns team. The Suns are great; they're very yeah. fun. Uh, I don't know that I would pick the Suns to get back because I don't know what Chris Paul will look like in year thirty-seven for him. Yeah. So I'm. Um, I don't know. It's very intriguing. What it could shift the league in a way that. You know, hasn't at least hasn't felt like it's been done for a little while. Yeah, my so. only question with that trade is: Does Dame want to be the reason why that team will go to the finals? Because if that is the case, then Golden State is not the place you want to go. If it's, I just, I don't care. I just want to have fun and to win. Then, then it will happen. Gonna, I mean, yeah. he saw what KD, what the KD experience was. It was not about KD, even if. KD was the best player, mm-hmm. was clearly the best player of that team. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter that he, this team is Curry's and Curry's only. So you have to be aware that this is what will happen. If yeah. And again, it might not be his own decision because, I mean, if you, he is quitting on a team badly. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that Portland will... Yes, they, they will not send him to to a bad place. That 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 is but they need to get as much as possible. They need to get wherever this is. I mean, if Detroit says, Well, we'll give you Kate, yes, just 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 do that. Yeah. Or I mean, I the fit that I love the most is in Philly. I just don't know if they have the goods to get there. They have to give at least what well Maxi, Sim uh, Simmons and four first three swaps whatever yeah like all unprotected and they they probably can't because they already have a pick going okc's way so they have to unprotect that and then mm. trade other stuff yeah man i'm 
I would be. I don't know. I would. I would do it in a heartbeat if I'm Philly. Like you oh, just. Yeah. Ha- you just have to. Like you just. Absolutely you have to. Have to. I mean, they have to. Uh, okay, let's let's talk Thunder. Let's talk Thunder trades because the Thunder have put themselves in this situation where the lottery night did not go well. It was no. it was about as bad as it could be. Where they get six, sixteen, eighteen, and now they're left with. A few situations. One, I think the most likely scenario is that they just pick at six and then they try to package 16, 18, and maybe, you know, 35 or whatever they need to, to, or 34 or 36 to get up to wherever they want to go. They can use all four mm-hmm. of those in some way to find a guy that they like at 12, you know, trade it or at 13 or wherever it is or nine. You know, the, the King's pick has been known to be for sale. And yeah. I think you can probably get up as high as nine if you traded 16 and 18 and convince the Kings that there are still good players back there, which I think there still will be. But I yeah. think the Thunder would prefer to just have their pick of those guys once you get up there. And they would probably do a much better job than the Kings anyway. So, like, move aside, Kings. Give us your pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but the, th- the Thunder also have more assets than any team has ever had ever with regards to future first. And to me, now is the time to start using those. Like Mm -hmm. there's, I would not, I think, I think they will be in the lottery next year too. And I will also Mm -hmm. say next year, unless they draw number one, now is the time to use these picks to try to move up and perhaps they like Scotty Barnes. Perhaps they like Jonathan Kaminga. I think they will have one of those guys fall to them. I think that will happen. And if that's the case, then you don't have to use your ammo to get there. Perhaps you can use that, that ammo to trade, you know, into the top 10 Mm -hmm. instead of, and, and maybe you like guys at 16 and 18 and you trade like two future first for the ninth pick. And that's what you, that's mm-hmm. how you do it. But to me, if, if your guy is Jalen Suggs, if your guy is Jalen Green, whoever it is, you have the chance to offer an overwhelming package of picks along with your sixth pick to move up. And I don't know what the exchange rate will be because we've, we've never seen, we've seen teams do this before where it's like the third pick for the first pick and an additional pick. We've yeah. seen we've seen the Doncic swap, which was just one additional first rounder. What happens when the Thunder offers six and three additional first round picks to Cleveland? Like they almost have to say yes. <laughs> if like that's that's a deal that really has not been that's not really happened. It's usually just you swap your first rounders and one additional first to move up. And maybe that's all it would take with OKC as well. But if they offer three, it's not going to damage them so badly like it would have those other teams. And so I just wonder if, to me, if you think that one of these guys is the guy that can help you get to where you need to go, 
you need to use your picks to get there. And it doesn't, it, it truly doesn't matter all that much because it's all about this process and the process has already begun because Shay is so good. And if, yeah. and if you like Shay, if Shay is one of your guys, you've, you've, you've got to use your draft capital in my opinion to move up and to, and to get whoever you think your guy is green Suggs. Maybe it is Kaminga. Maybe they think Kaminga is their guy. I would, I'd be surprised if he was, mm-hmm. because 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 this is not 2008, um, but maybe it is, or maybe Barnes is, and and the Magic are like we're gonna take Barnes unless you trade for him, and the yeah. Thunder give six and one additional first to move to five, um, but but to me it's I don't know if you agree or not, but to me this is the time. It's time to use it. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Um, it is in part because, I mean, as we said, um, I think that there is. It's not like the timeline shortened too much because of shape, but right. I think that the Thunder are in a different position compared to where they were last year, in a very different one. The timeline mm-hmm. has shifted a bit because you can see that shape has the potential to be the lead guy which wasn't clear. And when you have a lead guy, then your clock is ticking a bit. Um, it happened with Booker as soon as he erupted for those meaningless um, scoring bursts. But they, I mean, it was clear that, that like with a good team, it could have been better. Uh, so the clock was ticking for, for, for Phoenix. So it's ticking for, uh, for OKC a bit. And, and so this is a reason. It's not a reason to do something that has, on average, a bad return uh, in terms of average value. So if you think that you like Barnes, but the difference between him and Kuminga is not that high, then you probably draft Kuminga. You don't want to use your pick just for the sakes of using them or just because mm-hmm. you have them. Um, and it's not even about like just saying, well, uh, I want to be the man and so I will not trade you nothing you have. Like, it's it's not even about that. And we'll talk about that probably later about uh, what, what is the feeling of winning or losing a trade. But I think that in this draft, there is the possibility to move up because, because of fit and because of teams that may have different priorities and they may be sure. open to, to different stuff. Like Cleveland will never trade a pick if Mobley is there, I think. But if he's yeah. gone, then they will probably listen because maybe their evaluation of Suggs and Green um, is very similar. And if and if they feel that the guy that they like the least is someone that, I don't know, Toronto or even OKC like very much, then they will probably listen. Mm-hmm. So Toronto is, the, I don't think that uh, Houston and, and Detroit are really up to move back to six or seven. Maybe maybe if Detroit likes Suggs, then they will probably move to two, but yeah. not not back. They will not risk losing him. Uh, or, or if they like Green, then they will probably listen. But again, yeah. the only team that can really get there is Houston. Mm-hmm. Houston, I don't really see them trading the pick unless they value the future way more than they value what they have right now. So yeah. if they think that they are up for four years of 
rebuilding where they need all the assets, then saying something like, well, we'll give you six, all your future and some extra stuff for two, then yes, you have to do it. But I don't see that. I see that as, I don't know, a regular cereal. <sighs> not not very likely. Yeah. Um, let's let's develop our cereal skill real quick. Yeah. Um, we can even do like three cereals. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is like very likely that it could happen, right? Yeah. I don't, and I don't know if we'll even use one of those. Uh, let's see. Frosted Mini Wheats right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah. And then <laughs> we can do uh, Rice Krispies as very unlikely. That I know. That I know. Okay. So to me, to me is um, like the fact that you can create a trade with Detroit uh, is or Houston is Rice Krispie or whatever. It's, it's like Rice Krispies. You don't even get milk, and you're like, "What are we even doing here?" Yeah. There's not. Yeah. There's no. There's no chance. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't know why you would do it if you're Detroit. I have no yeah. clue why you do it if you're Houston either, because the thing with Houston is they have unless this Shea is involved. Sorry, unless Shea is involved, I, I would sure remove that. That though, because if Shea is involved, then everything is on on the t- on the table. Yeah, and and I Tim Bontemps just made a comment. He's not reporting. He's not doing any of that. He's just saying watch Shea. And we've been saying the same thing. Yeah. Like if you're mad about that. Like, don't be mad about that. That's like you need to you need to be aware that you have a general manager, a president of basketball ops that says that he wants to build through the draft. And having Shea on your roster makes it much more difficult to build through the draft. Yeah, uh, we saw that. He had to sit for half the season for them yeah. to build through the draft. And next year, is Shea going to have plantar fasciitis for the rest of for half of the season? Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. Probably not. And then what do you do? So, yes, it it very much could involve him, depending on what their evaluations are. Because if you think the Thunder don't have evaluations on next year's draft and the year after that, like you're you're wrong. Oh yeah, they, they do. Have. They have it way out in the future. They know what's coming, and they. They have to figure out what they want to do. Do you want to? Do you want the rebuild to start with Shea? If they do, great. Then to me, you have no choice but to use your draft capital this season. Yeah. If that if that's where you want to go, or yeah. if you're willing to part with Shea for the second pick in the draft, if you're willing to do that, then you res- you like reset everything. And you're able to slow it down, because yeah. But to me, the second pick is not even enough. Like it's it sure. has to be like instead of giving me uh, just the swaps that right now that they need to become unprotected. By the way, you need to yeah. Add would you else. do? Would you do it? Would you do it for Shay and to? Would you do it for two and unprotect all the swaps? And the pick. Yeah. No. <laughs> I need an extra one. Yeah. No, I think this possibility is low too. Like this is like very Rice Krispies. I don't think this is possible. I really don't. For Kate, for Kate, I can see not for Kate. For the number one pick, I can see that. Yeah, and you probably I can see in the same way if um, if the number but why one. Why would? De- but we have to like also explore like why would Detroit do that? For no reason. I mean, yeah. uh, 
they, they have a timeline that can be sped up a little bit because of Jeremy Grant, but it's not that Shea and Jeremy Grant will lead you to the playoffs in the East for sure. Yeah. Maybe, but they are far away. Like, uh, for them, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so to me, either, either trades are very hard, uh, if not impossible. Yeah. Um, Cleveland is... Cleveland is interesting because, again, if Mobley goes to Houston, which is possible, or to Detroit, for what we know. Uh, I don't think yeah. so, but if Mobley is not there and for some reason their evaluation of Jalen Green is not as high as others, yeah. then they may be the team that says, well, you know what? My evaluation on Green sucks. Kuminga and Barnes, it's the same. I have, and maybe Kuminga is the highest on my board. Mm-hmm. I just want to get the best value. Then they will call Toronto, they will call Orlando, and they will call OKC, probably. I don't think that they will move down um, more than OKC because yeah. are, the value is not there. Um, maybe right. they want Simmons. Maybe they want to, to have um, a prospect that is already um, proven in the league. If that happens, then there will be a way to involve OKC in some um, somehow. But let's let's stick to this. Then I think that Orlando has the best um, because five and eight it's still better than to me six and two extra picks. So yeah. you need to do more uh, for Cleveland, and OKC can do more. They can offer Theo Maledon. They can offer Vasily Micic. They can offer. Uh, an extra first round pick, maybe they could, a good one. They can also they can also offer this. We'll just take Kevin Love. Oh yeah, they can offer that. Yes, that that yes, to me may. is a that is such a big one, especially to ownership and we and an owner that we know is pretty wild to yeah. begin with, right? And they could just say, "Hey, we'll we'll take you, give you six, we'll give you two additional firsts, and." You just throw Kevin Love onto our cap sheet. And I yeah. think their ownership group, who they're they're clearly just wanting to build young, right? Yeah. Like they just want to be young. They just want to have a young team. And they're gonna have a chance, like we said, to draft a Jonathan Kaminga or a Scotty Barnes, who like those guys are both the kind of fit what they need. They need a bigger wing. They need a three, four. That can that can be on their roster because they don't really have a. That's the only spot that they really don't have um, for a young guy. Yeah, and it's not a bad place for them to land because you could argue that they should take Scotty Barnes at three anyways because he's exactly what they need. Um, I don't know. I don't like the fit with uh, with Allen. I really think that if oh, you it's have Jared Barnes, Allen. yeah, if you have Barnes, you and and Nance is not a well. It's not that you build. Based on Nance, but um, it's. I mean, uh, I I like because you have two not because you have two non shooters, two possible non shooters, yes, yeah, and and even if Barnes, like Draymond, when he was good, Draymond when he was hitting thirty six percent, thirty five percent of his threes, Mm -hmm. no spacing. Yeah, I agree. I just think defensively is what they're they're missing a ton on defense. But maybe it's yeah. Kaminga that maybe it's Kaminga that you take there, yeah. And he's really more of a he's more of a like a true wing that mm-hmm. Barnes is, and so maybe yeah. that's that's maybe that's what you do, and you think okay, we'll just develop him if he falls to us at six. 
yeah. which is a sincere possibility. But to me, you sell Dan Gilbert pretty easily just by saying, we'll take Kevin Love. But then yeah. like you kind of wind up on like a pretty weird team. <laughs> if you, you know what you see? Yeah. Because you still have well, Kemba. You, yes. you have Kemba and Kevin Love along yeah. with Shea and ho- hopefully it's Jalen Suggs for, for our sake. And yeah. then Poku and Lou and all those yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, love, love will play. Uh, your defense will suck, and yeah. But there is there is upside to. I mean, suppose that you do the trade, and then love somehow averages I don't know fifteen and, and eight at the Olympics, and he has yeah. just one good run of two months. There will be a team that says, "Well, maybe, maybe you know, it's just a year and a half of salary. We can make yeah. that happen." Like it's, yeah. I know that it's all about asset accumulation, but if you can get to three by taking in uh, two years left, I think he has. Two years left at like 35 plus. Yeah, yeah, who cares? Uh, I mean, if you if you can do that, why not? I mean, that, that is a trade that I see probably one of the likeliest because then it goes to yeah. Toronto. Toronto, there's no way in which Toronto says yes to you and no to Orlando. Yeah. And the only reason why, I mean, maybe Orlando doesn't want to do that trade. That is the point. Like, say that they. they oh, his, are high. his salary decreases in 2022, 23. Yeah, it's, it's a bit it's less. Down to, down to 28. Yeah. So it's, it's really 60 million for, for the yeah, pick, six, which is yes. steep, but. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge price to pay. And the Thunder also have to talk their owners into doing that. Yeah. You know, especially. I mean, and convince them that, hey, like one of Kemba or Kevin will be gone, you know, at, at least after this season. Yeah, because you, you have the Supermax they're of both a, they're, Yeah, they have the Supermax. They're, they're both, and they're both expiring at the same time uh, in mm-hmm. two years. So, yeah, but the last, me, the, yeah, the first, the, the first year of Shea will be, they will probably have 90 millions or maybe more in three players, yeah. 95 millions. So you will be very close to the tax. You've, you've got to, to me, you've got to be able to get rid of one of them, at yeah. least one of them. So that to me, to if if like we said, we get to this place and Mobley is, to, is gone at two, I agree. If yeah. there's no, if Mobley's still there, like they have to just take Mobley. Yeah. He's the, he's, truly what they're missing i said they're missing yeah. a wing but what they're truly missing is a guy like evan mobley who can play yeah who cares about jared allen yes you, you you got him but we sign and trade him somewhere there will be someone you can even who resign pays. him i mean i don't think they cannot play together mm, i don't like that you know that i don't like that i know you don't i just think there's a there's a chance mobley just moves really well i yeah. think there's a and also he's not ready to play nba center yeah, but what's the value proposition? Like, why you're resigning Jared Allen? Just because you paid? Just you do a signing it, trade. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think Jared Allen's good. Yeah. Send him to Golden State for number six, seven, whatever. For number 14. I don't know. If you can do, if you can, well, I don't know if I do it for 14, but if you can do it for seven, then yeah. Absolutely. Yes, you do it for 14. 14, it's, it's replacement level. <sighs> I don't know. Like, it's... I, 
what like is even if Jared Allen is as good as Capella, you mm-hmm. can find guys in that role for cheap. Yeah. Still, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how Cleveland values him. I don't have any idea. We'll see. How they value him. We'll see yeah. if they pass on Mobley and they trade oh back. Gosh. Then it then then the value is clearly wrong. Let's put yeah, it this way. Then, yeah. Then we know. But yeah. I would put that if if we get there with Mobley gone, I would put it at like cinnamon toast crunch levels. Just because the Thunder, I know the Magic probably have the better offer. Mm-hmm. Of five and eight, yes, that is absolutely the better offer. But OKC can offer a lot more. They they can just put so many more things on the table. Yeah, they have the they have the ability. I don't know if they have the go ahead. That's the only thing. Like, do they have the go ahead from ownership to take Kevin Love into cap space? Like, I don't. I have. I don't know the answer to that. Maybe it's yes. I have no clue what well, they have the go. Because the whole for. point, though. I mean, Kemba is a net net zero trade in terms of salary with Horford. Well, a little bit, a little bit more, but it's it's probably irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reason why you're rebuilding, like you're clearing all this space, is to get a salary like like the one that Kevin Love has. This is exactly yeah. what you, why you do it. Yeah. So I think that the I, just don't, I don't know if ownership is ready yet. Is my question, and I'm not saying they're not. I'm not. I'm not yeah. trying to say that they're not ready. But I'm just, as long as they have the go-ahead, what the Thunder can put on the table is a, it's a lot more valuable, in my opinion, than what Orlando can do. Because Orlando doesn't have the cap space to make that happen. And OKC does, and they have their six, and they have, they have guys in, at 16, 18, and then they have all any future pick that you would want. You can just say... We'll give you six, 16, 18, and then you ch- you can choose between like these three first round picks. Which one would you want the most? Yeah. You know, to get it, there. And like yeah. that to me would be like, I would, if I were them, I would be like very over, and we'll take Kevin Love. Like that, that to me, that feels like too much. Yeah. It feels, but, it feels like an overpay. Yeah. It uh, feels, it feels but, too much. But the thing is, if the Thunder identify one of those guys as the guy, Jalen mm-hmm. Suggs, Jalen Green, whoever it is, then it's worth it. Like this, Probably having all so. this draft capital, it's the point of it is, yes, is to get what you want. <laughs> like it's the same with, and people that are like talking about all the, like the Thunder have too many picks, it's not, they're going to lose their value or whatever. I mean, it's the same, like the reason that a lot of people like try to, grapple to get as much money as they want in this world is so i can get what i want and the thunder are the richest team in the league with regards to picks yeah and to me the only reason to have all these picks is so that you can get what you want and so exactly. if jalen it Suggs, has to be what you want though it, it has yes, to be exactly. that player it, yeah it's not just oh Cade was our guy and you know Suggs was second or mobley was second on our draft board and we we kind of like jalen Suggs, but we don't really know like yeah. you don't do it. You you just yeah. wait. Then you just exactly. you let you let whoever fall to six. You use your coaching staff the way that you use them in this past year to develop like their very first like rookie blue chip guy, and then you hope that it works out, and then you try again next year. Yeah, let's let's catch it up mathematically for a second. Um, you have number six, which gives you probably 
um, a generational talent in what two two percent of the time three percent five percent something like that yeah. uh, going up to three increases that quite a bit well three is kind of a weird pick because of mj and because of wade and because of whatever um sure. but but that's is substantially higher now you're trading that 10 15 percent for two first round picks so two possibly rotational players plus 60 millions which equates to another two first round picks in normal money maybe just one but let's let's exaggerate so you're saying that the difference between number six and number three is worth five extra first round pick if you give 14 16 uh, love and the next one that to me is close to be too much so you need to know I, that I you disagree. are paying you are paying too much but if you think that the excess uh, that of talent of of, of um, outcome that Suggs or Green have compared to the median outcome of those pick is enough then you absolutely do it because in reality um, what OKC will be after with those picks in the future is complementary guys or um, and they have enough to get them so it's um mm-hmm. it's probably it's it's high the, the 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 thing that they they will pay if if that is a trade but but not that high um yeah. toronto let's go through the history let's go, let's yeah. go through the history of the third pick real quick yeah don't don't, don't um, use that please it's too good <laughs> well lamella was last year yeah with a third pick rj barrett Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. <laughs> like, that's that's where we are. And then there's some tough ones in here. Absolutely, because there's always tough ones. Jalil Okafor in 15 went third. Yeah. Uh, Joel Embiid went, went third in 14. Otto Porter in 13. Bradley Beal. And then we have a couple rough ones. Ennis Kanter, Derek Favors. Not great. But, like, big man prototypes that you should have stayed away from at three anyways. Yeah. Um, James Harden. Went three in 09. And OJ, OJ Mayo, Al Horford, Adam Morrison. But then we have Darren Williams in 05. Yeah. Carmelo in 03. Pau Gasol in 01. That's, that's insane. I mean, this is these are the More. type of players that are that are there. And to get those guys on a rookie scale deal, is it worth yeah. giving up five future first round picks? Yes. If you have seven or eighteen of them. The answer to me is yep. Probably even if you don't. Even even if yeah, you don't have so many. Because like right now, like what are they what are the wizards gonna ask for for Bradley Beal when they finally decide it's time? Yeah. Five. Yeah. Exactly. But, no, I, I, I completely but, agree. And and if you frame you it this to, way, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's uh I mean you meant the name you mentioned. You have probably one bust for non basketball reason. And three players that still got the max at some point in their career. Maybe Favors is the only one who didn't get mm-hmm. the max. The other mm-hmm. players are all well. Morrison was well had all the issues in the world, but uh, yeah. we're talking about one guy who busted out because of drugs. One that was eh, that probably problematic, and and still wasn't that draft was so bad. Was the Bargnani draft two thousand six? Uh, yes. Yeah, that was. was a yeah. terrible draft. Everyone knew that that was an awful draft. It was like a terrible even, draft. Even Otto Porter, he signed a max. Mm-hmm. Like, 
he was like a, a good number three guy for mm -hmm. a stretch of his career. Like then he went south because of, well, you know. Uh, but but we were talking about like players that are very good in this league. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, number four, Toronto. I think yeah. that Toronto is so hard to read. I mean, they. I have no idea what they want. It, uh, it, to me, the it all depends on evaluations of players from yeah. from here. Because and I would they, not tell anything. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's that will be the tough part about it, is that you're dealing with a negotiator that's very, very good. <coughs> bless you. Sorry. Bless you. Uh, I man. Yeah, I think it would be hard. Because I think that they're probably just sitting at four, just waiting for whoever drops to them, Suggs or Green, and that they're yeah. just gonna they're just gonna take whoever it is and run. That's what, and that's what I would do. I yeah. wouldn't mess around. I wouldn't mess around with all these like OKC crazy amount of picks head games. <laughs> like I wouldn't mess around with it. I would say, give me Green or Suggs, and let my coaching staff do what they do. Just slide a potential star into this this team that's like ready made for a star right yeah and if jalen suggs turns out to be the guy that we think he is like you just have to do it or if it is jalen green that's left you have to do it because what if they me, like kuminga if they like kuminga then then we have a chance yeah i think that is the only scenario where because i i don't i i know that the fit um i mean the fit with barnes is not there uh, yes, they will try to say that. Yeah, but if you have OG and Unobi with the dribble, would you, wouldn't you draft him? Yes, but you already have OG. You already have Pascal. Yeah. You already have that player. So I'll and say this real quick. So on the Athletic, which you can go to theathletic.com/slash/down-to-dunk and get the Athletic for three ninety nine a month, you can go read this mock draft. It was done by the Eric beat Kareen. writers. Eric Kareen is one. Blake Murphy is the one who did. Yeah, who was on this one? And Blake. Blake chose scotty barnes at four yeah for them i don't see the fit i really don't i mean why why do you want to draft another player that you already have where the the real issue with toronto is elsewhere i mean it's um it's not there and so let's go to I, score they need to go to score that's why i, I would i mean if jalen green is still on the board I would absolutely but, take But say point. it's not. Say the draft, which is actually likely, Cade, Green, Mobley. I think that this will is this is probably the likeliest. Um, I agree. Then either your evaluation sucks, which seems to be dropping a bit. Uh either I know. Why is he, he's the one that's <laughs> dropping, which is wild to me. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, he went in a in the mock draft that Chad Ford and John Hollinger did, he dropped to six yeah. to the Thunder. Yeah, I'm just like I, I if you're the Thunder, I, I guess, you, you yeah, don't want to take any chances. But say that yeah. you are Toronto and you like Kuminga and you like Barnes, mm -hmm. um, then you know that probably OKC is up after someone else. What they can get in in this deal, it's not just uh, 14 and 16, but the guy that can help them winning immediately, and a guy that will probably be amenable of getting there soon in Micic. I really think that this could be a swing factor because Micic is a guy that on a veteran yeah. team with a veteran coach, with an established culture, with a GM that has international flavor, 
I think that it will be very in, in a city that is it's not really America. It's it's not Europe yeah. either, but it's different. It has a different vibe. Maybe it will be amenable to something like that. And Me and Van Vliet can play together. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then you go to six, and if you are fine, he like Barnes. I'm more convinced that if Toronto passes on Barnes, I I don't think that Orlando drafts him. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. So it's it is the he's the absolute worst player for them to draft in that area yeah. because there's no to me I don't think there's like a twenty five to thirty point score in there in him. Yeah, yeah, and, and probably that's it's not what even they miss. Kuminga. It's not even probably not, but there's a but there's a better chance that there is in Kaminga yeah. than it is in Barnes. By the way, all this is happening to my nose, and uh, this is why I wasn't on the pod over the last. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know that, yeah, it is I a story that. for we another time. Should, we should explain that to listeners a little bit, but yeah, yeah, you have to get this okay. through me sneezing and and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Well, long story short, <laughs> I, I was not good, not really good, and then I'm back. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was saying, uh, if they, I think that the magic will try to counter-offer, but to me, to, to Toronto, there is a possibility that, well, you know, Micic may be Dort. May, say that they ask Micic Dort in six. What do you do? Ooh, I don't know. Dort is I Canadian. Love Dort. I know. They, it's great. It's great for them. To, yeah. to me, if, if the Thunder think that Suggs is the guy, then you have to do it. Yeah, you have to. You also have to know that Shea will be probably extremely pissed about that. And I Toronto know. is probably I after know. the same thing. Like let let us piss Shea so that in two years we can get him uh, as well. I know. To me, I would counter with six Mitchich and an additional first. Yeah, future. yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course you I, have to, to do more. You have to do. I, I think that the deal with Mitchich is with fourteen and sixteen, and and probably the, yeah. the the right evaluation on Dort is that Dort is not worth fourteen and sixteen. But if I am Masai, I want to put you in a tough spot because I know about Dort. I know about Dort and Shea, and to yeah. me, I would do a disservice to my franchise if I not if I'm not asking you something yeah. that you don't want to give up. Yeah, I, and maybe I'll say, well, I, if it's not Dort. Then it has to be, and I'm protected it, first from you in the future. Yeah, sure. And then I say, okay. Well, I don't. I don't know that I say okay for four. <laughs> I think I say okay for three. I don't know if I say okay for. four. Well, you, you, just you, a, you say okay for sucks. That is why you say it. I say okay. Yes, I would absolutely say okay for sucks. I. I don't. Here's the thing. Dort might be worth fourteen, sixteen because. He's a starter. Yeah, but it's it's not worth two for some picks. There are one lottery and one not. I don't know. Not on the market. In terms of value for a team, yes, but not on the market. Maybe, there will be maybe, no team. Op- maybe. I don't think there is maybe. a team that offers two I mean, sure things. I think we've been saying 14, 16. We should be saying 16, 18. It's 16, 18. Sorry. Why, why am I saying 14? I mixed I up with, with Golden State. Yeah. They have 1618. So not a lottery yes. pick. So then, then we are I, a little bit closer. I think I think he's worth it 
like look what Robert Covington got. Yeah. Two first round picks for Covington. So I think he I think he is worth 16-18 just because you're not guaranteed Jack at 16 and 18 in the draft. Yeah. You're just not. So I think it's absolutely worth it. Um so but I think that they I think it's going to be too hard to trade with them. And then with the magic, the magic I think it's got, uh, it's it's still in the middle though. I don't. I absolutely don't remember the the name of the cereal that you put as uh, frosted maybe. frosted frosted mini wheats is uh is at four. Like this is our. Eh, maybe. I think it's I think it's maybe, and I yeah. think that I I don't see Masai as being a guy that says no for the sakes of saying no. Mm-hmm. Nor is Presti mm-hmm. saying he's a guy that says uh, yes only if he only if he's on the clear right side of a trade. And again, this is a topic for probably next time. But um, I, I think that these two GMs will say yes if they see mutual advantage. And I think that Micic and Barnes or Micic and Kuminga for them may be equal to Suggs if they are not so if they don't want to draft Suggs, then the risk of losing Barnes, um, Micic can be a sweetener to that. And again, I don't foresee them being in risk of losing Barnes because I see Barnes at four. I really see it. I don't see Barnes uh, for Orlando. The problem in that trade is that Orlando will probably try again, as I said, to to draft Suggs as well because I, I can see the fit there. They really need mm-hmm. a guy like him. Cole Anthony mm-hmm. is not the point card of your future. So No, no. But and again, to me, is. Yeah, to me, a trade with, with, with Orlando is... is a no-go just because I don't think that they are onto the same prospects. Yeah, so I agree. If Suggs is I there, then you probably have no way to to draft him uh, because they will not trade. If Suggs is not there, then they will likely trade for Kuminga. They will likely pick Kuminga. So it's a. Uh, I don't. I don't see a trade between uh, Orlando and OKC. Uh, maybe Orlando yeah. just to try to play and 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 press the allows and gives them eighteen just because. Yeah. Just to be sure, but if Barnes and Kuminga are there, I don't see Orlando picking Barnes. So I would. I would not give more yeah. than a. Yeah. Okay. You you played it well. You mix it up a little bit, and I want to be sure to have Barnes. Yeah, and maybe you're saying yeah. all of this, and Presti is the highest on Kuminga, and so he really wants him. So who knows? It's very possible. We don't. We don't, don't know. We, I don't really see that. Again, I don't either. He he is not, and we there is a there is a difference between the players that they've drafted recently and the players they drafted in the original Thunder team. Is that like they're drafting guys with high IQ? They're yeah. drafting guys that can all pass. And not that Kaminga can't pass. He can oh, Kaminga can pass. Yeah. But they're drafting guys that see the game at a different level. And think and the game. And think the game at a different level. And Kaminga yeah. doesn't do either one. Yeah. Uh, does he have all the tools? He's got all the tools except for the IQ. Yeah. Like he has all the tools. And it's the ceiling floor with him is is the scariest of any of these top six. Yeah. It is the absolute scariest. I don't think, I think Barnes has a pretty high floor. I think Suggs has a really high floor. I think yeah. even Jalen Green, like Jalen Green at worst is your sixth man and he's going to get, and he's going to get you buckets. 
you know, yeah. and I think, and I think that the possibility of that is pretty small. Like maybe the other like bustiest guy in the draft is Evan Mobley in that top six. Mm-hmm. Like he's the, he, he and Kaminga are the ones where I'm like, like I can see a world where they're not great, but I could still see like Evan Mobley, like still floating around the league in a decade. Uh, there's a chance Kaminga is not yeah. doing that. Um, Okay. Agreed. All right, McKelly. That's all. That's all we've got today. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to say hello to everybody in the stream as we go. So thanks for joining us. This is an early pod, so we have lots of international listeners. We have um, Anuruda from India. Sorry, I'm really. I'm trying really hard to say it right. I probably did still. Uh, Xander Flame. Uh, from the gym, we have Miroslav in Germany. We have Madi in Bangladesh. Wow. wow. Thanks for joining. We have Tom Bystander, who says, Thunder up. Impressed who we dressed. Uh, Christos is in Greece from hot Greece, he says. You don't, you don't have, Andrew, uh, you don't have, a, you have no idea how hot it is in Greece right now. I think it's about 50 Celsius in some places, 45, something like that. Let me check how many Fahrenheit is this. Um, it's like 115. Oh my gosh. This yeah. is like being I feel you, Christos. Sheesh. I'm sorry, Christos. Uh, Jay says, what's up? Uh, we have WKM14 from Sydney. We have Aaron Chidock from New Zealand. We have Ryan in New Zealand. Aaron asks, why did we give up on Reggie? Did we give up on Reggie too soon? Don't get Aaron. There. Don't go there. Reg- Reggie gave up on us. Uh, we have Falcon Denmark. We have Hoopstock 69 uh, from the moon. We have Maddie Moles in San Antonio. We have Danielle from Norway. We have Greg from Sydney. Let's see. Paul Hong from Dallas. What's up, Paul? Uh, we have Daniel Tomasi from the UK saying, what's on, boys? He's all on the Scotty Barnes train. Uh, Bailey Sanderson in Adelaide. Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Thanks so much for joining. Hope you guys have a wonderful Monday, a wonderful week. Lawrence Field is with us. Mike McGee in Melbourne. David Litica. Liketa. Uh, I think that's it. Thanks so much for joining. We really appreciate you. Tyler Field here. Simon Cappy in Yorkshire. Thanks so much for joining us today. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your day. And we'll be back with you guys on Wednesday.